What are you watching in space? <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't think of any good space sound effects. Uh, no, it's like the Jetsons. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Stranded and Streaming. I always think about it, and I realize we fail to say that to anybody. So it's like every time you get a new listener, mm. they're just like, what the hell is going on with this show? Right. Which I think is a perk. We, we have a lot of cold open. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we are like a David Levy News movies. Ooh. Yeah. We are like Dune. We're like Blade Runner. You don't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> but it turns out, okay, you'll stick around till the end time, hopefully. Right. So we are stranded and streaming. I'm Debauchery Dylan. And I'm, um, what did we say I was? Karen Carter? Karen Carter. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I am constantly shaking at this mine cart to get it off the rails. And Carter is constantly putting more like track down <laughs> so we don't die. <laughs> we are a podcast that is all about movies, right? Mm, yes. Movies, TV shows, anything and everything from Hollywood and the film industry with a focus on streaming platforms. Yes. All of your favorites and populars like Netflix, Hulu, HBO Max, Paramount Plus. <laughs> I'll bring that up today. Just kidding. That's not a favorite. <laughs> Disney Plus, though. That's a good one. Um, and some weird ones accidentally recently. Yeah. There are some ex- obscure ones out there. Um, Pluto, Tubi. Pluto, Tubi, Voodoo, Crackle. Oh, yeah. Crackle. Mm-hmm. I kind I like Crackle. Crunchyroll. Uh, don't have Crunchyroll. For all of your... Uh, if you like the Japanese Eastern manga anime type yeah. stuff subs versus doves <laughs> <laughs> that's a fight <laughs> yeah it's one we've talked about before <laughs> and i have some opinions <laughs> strong ones but anyways weekly we pop up and we review movies and sometimes we go off the rails today is actually off the rails we had one we were we just did trailers and we talked about them mm-hmm. generally every week you're going to hear about a select movie that we picked or has been recommended to us our rules for recommendations are just hey it needs to be streaming and accessible to people mm-hmm. that's all if it's not if you have to buy the movie then it's technically off limits we make one exception that is theatrical releases that are very important that are worthwhile big in the news very yeah. well looked forward to like the one that we've done was uh spider-man no way home yeah that was very very hot everybody want, wanted to see that big expectations so we decided to do a review on that one but aside from that for the most part we stick to the streaming services and full disclosure for for today's episode <laughs> would have been great if this was you know the plan all along <laughs> um, but this episode is kind of a between episodes we were we had planned to watch and review good burger on netflix <laughs> right up until we couldn't <laughs> right up until we couldn't um unfortunately that one we weren't able to find anywhere after mm. March 31st, which we had both had a chance to watch it on Netflix, but then we're recording as of the weekend after March 31st. Yeah, what is it? April. <laughs> April 3rd is today. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they literally took it off April 1st. Right. So that one disappeared and is no longer available for streaming. So we figured, you know, why bother reviewing it and publishing that when nobody's going to be able to go get to it? Yeah. So, um, so today's episode is kind of a casual sit down just discussing what we're watching lately and how we generally feel about those in a segment called what are you watching (laughs) (laughs) so usually we have assignments every week we watch we agree up okay this is the timeline we need to watch this be ready to review it the next day Mm -hmm. we try to watch it once or twice 
and then be ready to talk about it. What actually happens in real life is we both panic <laughs> on a Saturday night at like 11.30 p.m. Mm-hmm. Carter's got a like crying child on his shoulder and he has to watch this movie uninterrupted <laughs> to be ready to talk the following day. I had several interruptions on several of the recent movies that we've had to watch. Details um, don't matter in this show. Right. <laughs> it's just whatever we can... <laughs> shove into our eye holes Mm -hmm. our sea holes we both work full-time we both have side projects going on Mm -hmm. and i am a new father with a six-month-old and dylan is about to be a new father Um, with a no month old (laughs) she's just not here yet (laughs) (laughs) so yeah life is really busy and it tends to get hectic really quickly so this being a fun project that we both are passionate about and want to put out there Mm. you know we're not always able to devote uninterrupted time. time. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but what we do have is sometimes when we sit down and we have something comforting or something interesting that we want to watch that we're not, we're not going to do a whole show about maybe not yet. Yeah. But there are just shows that we enjoy on the off time that everyone has access to. And that's what today's about is what are you watching? What do you like? What do you hate? Mm-hmm. And it's a, this is a very quick episode. Right. But uh, what are you watching Carter? What's something that you're kicking around that you don't have to do homework about that you're just digging? So I'm going to talk about one that I finished a while ago, actually, before I talk about what I'm currently watching, because mm. I feel like it's worth mentioning. Castlevania on Netflix. Oh, the animated one, right? Yes. The anime series starring Richard Armitage. Mm. Very, very good. Um, great story. Four seasons long. I actually got into it when it first came out. The first season was only like three or four episodes long because mm. they were just kind of testing on how it was going to go, how yeah. well it would be received. And if you're fans of the old video games um, or just, you know, Dracula and the whole dungeon delving Castlevania-esque type thing in general, Mm. or a fan of anime, I feel like this was very well, a very well done show, very well produced. And Richard Armitage has an iconic voice. Are you, did you play the games too? Are you like very well versed with Castlevania games? I've played some of the games casually. I'm not like super into it. Okay. Um, But the story is really what got me hooked on the, on the show. Okay. So I, I really enjoyed that one. I think it's definitely worth watching. And it's a Netflix original, so that's not going anywhere anytime soon. I started it, but I couldn't get behind it. But I don't know what my mindset is. Sometimes my mindset's not there. Mm-hmm. Like, what what is the what draws you in? What makes you go like, oh, man, I gotta, I gotta see the next episode. I think it was really just the vampire monster hunting uh, Richard, Ar- Richard Armitage character. Mm. He plays the main character, Trevor Belmont. Mm. He's got all his fancy... <laughs> his fancy relics and monster hunting weapons and stuff. He's from a, he's a disgraced member of a monster hunting family. Mm. The last of his kind kind of thing. I don't know. Just the like story. Like a Van Helsing really, type, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The story really pulled me in and the first, the first season and the second season kind of set up what's going on, what Dracula has been doing. Yeah. And he wants to kind of like take over the world starting with, you know, Transylvania and the Eastern European area. Uh, okay. So Dracula is like the, the nemesis of this story, right? Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or at least for the first couple seasons, he is. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> so spoiler alert, Dracula <laughs> does not last for all four seasons. <laughs> As he wouldn't. <laughs> um, however, there's several characters that are introduced along the way. Very involved story. I I just really appreciated it for a casual watch. Mm. So I was I was into it mostly for Richard Armitage's voice mm. after seeing him in the Hobbit movies. Okay, I really enjoyed his character there too and his performance. So you mm-hmm. you naturally gravitated to the the voice actor as well, right? 
Cool. Okay, so Castlevania. Castlevania. Netflix. Mm-hmm. All right, noted. Worth watching. I got to say The Witcher for me. Also in the same vein. Mm-hmm. The Witcher season one and now season two is available for me. I We love it. I, I, I Huge fan of the games. Played little bits of one. Played some of two. Massively fell in love with three. I think there's such a rich world in The Witcher that is so... There's just so much depth, um, political intrigue, uh, violence. And then at the end of the day, Geralt, The Witcher himself, he's just a guy trying to do a job. And really, in relation to your Castlevania... Geralt is of a clan of people who go kill monsters because he's an exterminator. He's a glorified exterminator of the <laughs> medieval era. Right. And people are scared of him, but they need him. Mm-hmm. So it's this weird conflux. And he knows his role in life. He doesn't want to bother anybody, but he'll cut a man down if he has to, but not not be out of like um, violent need. Mm-hmm. He really rarely wants to use his weapons unless he has to. Just doing what's necessary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And season one is a total, like it, it, just screws with your head because it's the timelines are all wonky. Yes. Mm-hmm. I agree. <laughs> and then season two goes away from that, but you'd think that'd be shocking, but it's actually good. It, it, I would have been upset for another season of time warpery. Right. Season two definitely tells a more linear story as it progresses. The, season one was confusing a bit up until I finished the first season. And, yeah. and I agree. It was really strange kind of trying to put together where everybody was on the timeline and which episode was set when. This is why they hold a gun at Christopher Nolan's head and don't let him do shows. <laughs> He's only allowed to do a movie. He only, he gets maximum of three hours to to trip your head up on uh-huh. time scales, and then he, it's done. Then you go home and everything's back to normal. Mm-hmm. But if Christopher Nolan did a show, I assure you, if he did a TV show and he does his whole mind time crap, we'd be in the streets rioting. 7-Elevens <laughs> would be on fire. Nobody would know what is up and down is anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you mentioned The Witcher. That That's a very enjoyable series, and I, I really liked it going through it. Yeah, I just recently finished that. Okay. Um, had a good time. Mm-hmm. And what's your, your next one? You, had, you said you were going to do Castlevania, but then you had one that you're currently watching, right? Because you're all done with Castlevania. Yes. Yeah, I finished that actually um, like during my paternity leave after Morgan was born. Mm. Actually, funny you mentioned Christopher Nolan. <laughs> um, my wife and I have been watching through the Christopher Nolan Batman trilogy. Oh. We just watched Batman Begins the other day, and we'll probably watch The Dark Knight here in the next week or two. Mm. Just casually watching through it, not like trying to get through them really quickly. But we both enjoyed Robert Pattinson's The Batman mm. um, enough that Jacqueline was like, hey, we should watch The Dark Knight trilogy. It warranted a rewatch. Uh-huh. Yeah. So we watched Batman Begins the other day, and... It was better than I remembered. Yeah? Yeah. I I hadn't seen <clears throat> any of those in quite a while. I don't think I've seen any since Dark Knight Rises came out. Oh, wow. But, That's been a long time. Yeah. So I think that was 2012 or 2013, something yeah. like that. So they've aged, but they've aged well. Oh, and God, like wine. Christian Bale is my favorite Batman. Agreed. He did a spectacular performance in all three of the movies. Michael Caine great alfred perfect <laughs> yeah. perfect comedic timing um his accent is iconic yeah the whole thing christopher nolan knew what he was doing with those and yeah. the realism of knowing that that the way that that movie and that trilogy went yeah. was very realistic like it looked like it could have actually happened there there's a weight to it right yeah um with the recent justice league movies and stuff like the fact that the, <laughs> credit where it's due those have been telling fun stories, yeah. but the Dark Knight trilogy has kind of separated itself from the supernatural aspect of like Superman mm. and the Flash. And there aren't 
any characters that we know of in Christopher Nolan's Batman universe that have these superpowers. Zany, kind of wacky. Right, which made it all the more relatable and realistic. Like, Mm. the Batman in Christopher Nolan's movies could have existed in our own world, and it would have been believable. Like, billionaire playboy turned uh, mechanic and vigilante crime fighter by night you know he was doing it in such a way that it was believable elon musk if he wasn't a piece of shit (laughs) i don't like elon musk but it's literally if elon musk was actually a decent human being right and was very hell-bent on hurting uh mentally ill people that'd be it (laughs) so the batman the batman uh recently i've been resisting getting paramount plus i sure hope they become a sponsor one of these days (laughs) after hearing me say that that would be a twist of irony oh man I think there's way too many streaming networks. I think you guys should just all kind of like hedge your bets a little bit. Hands down, Netflix has done so well. They're the original, mm-hmm. like streaming, but pioneers, pioneers of the industry. And they didn't stop. They, they weren't like, okay, well, that's done. Like, just set it and forget it. They kept trying to refine. They've spent billions of dollars making their own content. Yes. There's so many Netflix. Net- Netflix, Netflix original movies and series. Yeah, it's amazing what they have done since they started. Everybody else has launched theirs, right? Mm. Disney Plus crashed on launch day, really trying to learn the ropes. HBO to this day has a weird buffering issue. I have fiber internet, like mm-hmm. I'm hardwired. It's 600 megs down, 400 up. It's <laughs> it's there's like nine people can do it at the same time, and it would never buffer anywhere else. Right. HBO, you start a show. It's all pixelated <laughs> until, I don't know, a minute, 40 seconds in. I've noticed that, yeah. And then it's sharp. Mm. It's like the HBO servers are like, uh, you, uh, 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 oh, you want to watch Game of Thrones. Oh, you want to watch a movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You don't want to just see the trailer. It's kind of like, you know, obviously I don't have firsthand experience with this, but like imagine you're a parent of a teenage child and you tell your child while they're you know playing video games in the room hey i need you to clean your room or hey i need you to do the dishes take out the trash it's etc give them a chore to do hbo max is over like i'll get to it in a minute okay fine (laughs) after you stick around for a minute and a half cracking the whip telling it no i want to watch this standing in their doorway (laughs) okay fine gosh i'll give you game of thrones episode four season three (laughs) that's kind of what it reminds me of yeah it's begrudgingly like allowing you to watch Mm -hmm. hulu is this weird bizarre like it's there it's backed by disney like disney owns hulu Mm -hmm. and it has great programs but the search functions are nuts i I can't look anything up it's (laughs) Like, fuck you if you want to look at anything on Hulu. Like Netflix, you just go like left search bar. HBO was kind of obtuse, but then I figured out you just go left and there's a search bar. Right. So I'm like, as long as you go left and pull up your access menu. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's all agree on a standardized format. Right. As far as popularity and ease of use, I feel like it goes Netflix, HBO, Disney Plus, or maybe even Netflix, Disney Plus, HBO. But those are probably the top three for me. Yeah. And definitely have earned all of those. <laughs> and I, I thought it was funny how you mentioned Disney Plus crashed on day one. Yeah. I don't blame them for that because it was really big in the news when Disney was like, hey, we're going to open our own streaming, our own streaming platform. Right. And all of their vault movies, everything, all of their original stuff was going to be on there. Right. They had all of these announcements, all these plans to import everything that Disney has ever made. Yeah. Which they have like probably 95% of everything that they've ever had. There's mm-hmm. a few he- here and there obscure older movies that are like, ooh, that was uh, 
not well aged and a sign of it, a sign of its time. So we're <laughs> going to take that out and maybe add it back in the future uh, after you know, it's not a controversial yeah. topic. Like, for example, Song of the South, for some reason, Tomorrowland isn't on there. And I heard that that was there was something controversial in there, but I never got to see it. So I don't know oh. what that's talking about. I have a, I'll let you finish. I have a story about Tomorrowland. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but. I'm I'm absolutely not surprised that it crashed day one because the hype surrounding Disney Plus coming out with this service yeah. was unreal. Like there was no way they could have prepared for the amount of people that were trying to get on it day mm-hmm. one. And it hasn't had any issues since, which proves to me that they knew what they were doing. They just had no reasonable way to factor in the amount of users they were having on day one. Well, OK, so day one's one thing. Yeah. But then when the Mandalorian launched the first, uh, the launching night of the Mandalorian, there were also also server issues. Mm. And that was still in their first year, wasn't it? Right. Like that was their big, like blockbuster poster child. Yeah. Like here's our first original content that we're putting on this streaming service. So it's kind of like every time, like they know, they know people are hot and just hungry for this. And I'm one of those people. (laughs) And, And yet it's like, we, it's. Okay, so fun story. Used to manage a McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I uh, worked like holidays because I had no life. But really, I just needed money because that's my life, right? I just need money so I can make a dumb show. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I worked uh, graveyards, and for a long time, July Fourth, fireworks, midnight, people would just storm the drive-throughs. At that point, that we were open twenty-four hours, mm-hmm. and they just had two people working like every other graveyard shift. Oh no! And I was like. Okay, this is insane. Like, you know the demand. You know what it's going to be. Let's get some people on board. Mm-hmm. So anyways, I fought with them, and then eventually we had a, a larger crew, mm-hmm. like, for July 4th. But that's the thing. You're at launch night. It's Mandalorian. You know people are like, get your streams ready. Like, get you get, buy backups. Rent servers. Mm-hmm. Rent the servers, and when you're done, shut down those servers, and you're good. That's fair. That 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 definitely puts a little more perspective into it. So I, I'll, I'll agree with you there. The Mandalorian shutdown, mm-hmm. that's fine, but... The uh, the day one, they, I, th- I think that was reasonable that they had issues that day. That's fair. Last week, Disney Plus was not launching properly. Oh yeah, they did have an issue. There was I a big blackout issue, mm-hmm. and then, that may not be their their fault because I mean, Amazon cloud services host servers and websites for tons of millions of companies. Right. So if your servers happen to pass through that region or that district, and Amazon handles it, yeah, there's there's multitudes of reasons, mm-hmm. but. Netflix, and I, I think I mentioned this in a long time ago in another episode, but Netflix has actually a strategy to that, and that is have multiple servers have multiple files. Everybody else, it seems like they stream directly from one home network, and it has to bounce and relay, yeah. thus a delay. <laughs> so HBO, its corporate like servers are somewhere in Milwaukee in some guy's basement, and it's like <laughs> six server racks, and that's it. And it has a hard time handing off content. <laughs> uh, but this, this whole conversation roots to Paramount+. Plus. Mm. I've been hyper resistant. I just, I don't need another thing to pay $5 for a month that I will barely use. I barely use Netflix because it's like, there's so much content right. all the time. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm overwhelmed. Overstimulated. Yes. And I, you know me, I get easily overstimulated <laughs> and then I start freaking out. I have like, <laughs> like I'm the one shaking the mine cart and you're just laying down tracks. <laughs> Too much. Yep. I'm overclocking. <laughs> That's me. I'm Neo at the end of the third Matrix. I just <laughs> too much power, and then I I'm dead. Yep. <laughs> Toast. So I've been avoiding Paramount Plus, and obviously, me and you, big uh, video game guys too. Mm. One of our biggest bonds is Halo. Even though we've never played it together, we say Halo. We're both like, ooh, ooh 
yeah <laughs> like just the the piano sound of halo like dum 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 you hear that it's like Ugh, chills oh. wow <laughs> <laughs> that deserves an applause <laughs> i have goosebumps <laughs> I knew that would do that to you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you, you know all my buttons, Carter. <laughs> Why am I idolizing Timothy Olyphant from oh, The Crazies? I should gosh. be idolizing you. <laughs> Carter knows all my buttons. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Moving on quickly, away from our homoerotic uh, moment. <clears throat> Paramount Plus. Par- <laughs> had to clear your throat on that one. <laughs> Paramount Plus. I just don't want it. But a Game Pass subscriber, they said, hey, we'll give you 30 days free because mm-hmm. you got to catch the new Halo show. That's been really big in the news lately. Mm-hmm. It's been heavily promoted. Marketing's going nuts. Yeah. They're very pushing their show by a lot. Without going into the show and talking about it, I'll have my opinion on the show with more episodes. Yeah. So far, it's been lukewarm for me, and I'll leave it at that. Mm-hmm. You can also watch the first episode of the show for free, and I love it. This is the wacky part about Paramount. Paramount's like, we we need people to sign up. What are we going to do? Give them 30 days free if they're signed up with Xbox because 343 Studios is a part of Xbox, Microsoft, blah, blah, blah. Okay. I One guy, probably a sensible man like you, said, why don't we make the first Halo episode available for everybody? Mm-hmm. That'll get them hooked and it'll draw them in. And some, give, them, give them just a taste. Yeah, just, just They'll a, come back for more. <laughs> a sleazy version of you is selling you. <laughs> <laughs> and then a complete, utter dipshit like me says, okay, put it on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> they don't just let you log in. Like, no sign in, no subscription. You can just go to Paramount Plus's app, install mm-hmm. the app, don't sign up. You have access to four episodes of random shows, Halo being one of them, or maybe mm-hmm. Halo being the only one. Click on it, start streaming, and watch it, and done. Yeah. How, could, hard, how hard would that be? They, they couldn't do that. You have to watch Paramount's free episode through YouTube's terrible, terrible stream quality, and it sh- fluctuates all the time. Again, have super fast internet. I have to select the high output version. Yeah. It's not even smart enough to be like, oh, you can play this in 4K. I can identify this on my own because I'm a smart AI. <laughs> Played at 720p. <laughs> I was like, what? Well, this show looks like crap. <laughs> Why is it so grainy? <laughs> and I watched it the whole time. I watched oh, the whole first gosh. episode. Then I said, I'm going to find out what's going to happen. <laughs> so I said, I bit the bullet. And this is like two nights ago. Mm. Installed, went on my Xbox, installed it. Paramount Plus app. All the streaming apps, when it goes to an Xbox it's a very well-built architecture. Oh, yeah. It's as good as, I'd say, Roku. Roku makes it very simple for old people, but mm-hmm. Xbox makes it simple for like everybody, young and old, I feel. Microsoft knows what they're doing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Their optimization, my Hulu app runs like crap on Android TV, but on <laughs> Xbox, it's buttery smooth, baby. <laughs> buttery smooth. So Xbox knows what's going on. It's optimized. Mm-hmm. So you have to push an optimized app to the thing. I install Paramount+. Plus. Mm-hmm. I had to monkey around to get it to, to sign in. You like now there's a QR code. So I'm scanning the QR code. I'm sitting there. I'm dicking around on my phone typing. Okay, sign up. And then it's like, well, put it in your credit card. It's 30 days free, but we need it. So you forget. And then we charge you $4.99. Mm-hmm. Then there's two plans. There's $4.99 and $9.99. Ad free. $9.99 is ad free with yeah. NFL, blah, 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 mm-hmm. vomit. Because I, I don't, I love you. I think you, all you people that love sports ball are great. That's cool. Love Super Bowl parties. 
I'm not an athletic guy. Mm-hmm. You see me in public, you know right away I'm not an athletic guy. <laughs> <laughs> Sports don't do it for me. Right. None of that matters to me. But that was like their nine. So I was like, okay, okay, four ninety nine. Oh, but it's with ads. And this goes back to us reviewing the crazies because I watched the crazies on Pluto TV. <laughs> <laughs> you turn the app on, it's a train wreck of an app. <laughs> but gosh darn it you scroll through the menu you find your thing i don't think i was able to search the crazies i had to dig around in the horror option oh, to gosh. find it <laughs> and there's ads but i paid nothing so at least it's free i paid nothing you're getting what you pay for but it's free <laughs> paramount plus you got to pay 4.99 to access this train wreck oh man the app it crashed the first time then it opened the second time then i tried to go to the search but i couldn't because it zoomed in on a cbs programming and i'm like i don't care about this stuff mm-hmm. so i Exit the app, fully shut it down, go back in. I play the Halo show, episode two, because episode one was free on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Play episode two. It's stunning. It looks killer. So you know their bandwidth is good. Like Much better resolution. I was like, I have to go watch the first episode <laughs> on the Paramount Plus app because what I saw was crap. Mm-hmm. So And then I, as I tell you, you should watch on YouTube and see if you like it. <laughs> Just make sure you select the quality setting. But... I turned on captions because I, I can't hear some of the stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's I don't know if it's the streaming, like the, the bandwidth of the audio and the visual, or if it's just it's poorly audio controlled, right? But you put this is my favorite part about this whole experience. You put on the subtitles, they the subtitles don't have any background. The subtitles oh. are black or dark gray. Oh no. And they blend in to the show. For the whole show. You cannot see the subtitles. You see just little faint squiggles. Mm. There's no backdrop to them. <laughs> I watched the whole episode two with subtitles on. And couldn't read them. <laughs> oh, man. Paramount, what are you doing? <laughs> this is the equivalent of opening a brand new restaurant that's called ADA. Like uh, Disability Accessibility, mm. uh, the American Act. You literally open a restaurant called ADA. And then you put Stairmasters. For the line that for people in wheelchairs, mm. that is literally what Paramount Plus did to everybody. No, and the app isn't so new that it's like it's not launch day where you could fix it. Are oh, you gonna sad trombone? <laughs> there you go, Paramount Plus. <laughs> I, if you can get a seven day free trial, by the love of God, please do, mm-hmm. and tell me how your experience is because it is insane. <laughs> the app is complete hot garbage. So yeah. Anyways. Unrelated to your hot take on uh, Paramount Plus, you mentioned earlier it'd be nice if there were other streaming platforms that did bundles. Yeah. Because there's, just like you said, there's so many out there. Mm. It's overwhelming sometimes how many streaming services there are. It's really cool that Disney Plus is doing their, you can get a bundle, Disney, Hulu, and uh, I think it's ESPN. Yeah, ESPN Plus. All bundled together. And Disney actually acquired National Geographic. So National Geographic is part of Disney Plus. Yeah. That's not something that you have to get separately. But things like that, it would make so much more sense if there were other places that were doing deals together and working together to do bundles like that Mm -hmm. and have like, okay, if you want Netflix and I think Netflix and Hulu actually did have a deal for a while, if I remember right. Back in the day day, yeah. Right. Before Disney acquired Hulu somehow. Maybe Hulu's owned by Fox or something. Uh, Hulu's owned by Disney. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Directly. Y- directly. Okay. Hulu is actually a branch off of Disney's corporate gotcha. wing. And that's why you used to get some weird Hulu stuff. Hulu was a place where Disney would put content that they felt like were not family friendly. Oh, so yeah. So they kind of like dump things off over there. They're, uh, they're splinter companies. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody in Disney really wants to make a rated R movie and they're just like, this is the only way I can sneak this through. Well, that's probably how they got away with Fresh. Yeah. Because Searchlight. Loophole. <laughs> Anyway, it'd be cool if they did um, have like bundles out there and stuff for various streaming platforms, but I doubt that's going to happen just because of all the all of them want their own monopoly. Yeah, money. Mm. Uh, Discovery is now purchased by HBO. There's a part the parent company that owns HBO also purchased Discovery. Discovery Channel. Yeah. So oh, okay. Discovery Plus. <laughs> Stupid. So stupid. <laughs> I swear, if another like streaming company comes out with a plus version, mm-hmm. I'm gonna drive down there and punch somebody in the face. Because there wasn't a there wasn't a Paramount plane. You can just get on Paramount Plane and watch ads and watch your show. Right. It's either Paramount Plus or nothing. <laughs> I, I, I have a beef with Paramount, dude. There's something about it that really just chaps my ass. <laughs> the, <laughs> if you go to the Xbox store, the app is rated at 1.6. Oh my god. Reading the reviews for the Paramount app was much more entertaining than using the app. Wow. <laughs> That's funny. Um, you mentioned Tomorrowland. Yeah. We were on vacation in Florida, went to Disneyland. I said, I've never seen Tomorrowland, and there's a Tomorrowland place in Disneyland. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, well, let's, uh, let's see if we can watch it. So then there was just like a 40-minute struggle of trying to find out where it was playing. Oh, no. wasn't on Disney+. Plus. I had to go to Hulu, get a seven-day trial of Showtime to watch wow. <laughs> Tomorrowland. What a bunch of loops. <laughs> it was not worth the effort. Okay. It, I fell asleep. We both fell asleep. I, 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 ate, I ate Southern barbecue and then fell asleep. Oh, no. And I never, I love me some George Clooney. I don't know how you guys screwed it up with George Clooney. Mm-hmm. But anyways, Tomorrowland makes no sense and I don't really care about it. Okay. So you should watch it sometime and let me know. <laughs> cool. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> um, another show that I've been watching, Lost in Space on Netflix. Oh, like based on the old Lost in Space or, yeah. or like, the, like the concept? Danger Will Robinson. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Yep. Uh Netflix, very good. On Netflix. I would say it is good. Yeah. Um my mom actually watched the original show. Mm. Um and was telling me about this when it first came out. I haven't seen any of the original. I think it was back in like the 80s, mm-hmm. 70s kind of like when Star Trek was getting popular. Yeah. Um <clears throat> but anyway, the new show is really good. I've really been enjoying it. We watched through the first season and then took a break after the first season came out. And now there's three seasons. So we've been going back to watch through uh, season two. Okay. Um, So, but really good so far. I've been enjoying that a lot. Lost in Space, Mm -hmm. Netflix. I'm not sure if it's available anywhere, but Lost in Space, the movie Mm. um, from like the early 2000s featuring Matt LeBlanc. (laughs) Of all people. Of all people. I can't remember who else is in it. I think... <laughs> Instantly. <laughs> when you said Matt LeBlanc, like the Friends theme started playing my head. Um, who's the guy that plays General Ross from Marvel movies? He was in The Incredible Hulk and... Um, General Ross. You know who I'm talking about, right? I have an idea. He's got a mustache. Yeah. He actually died recently. What? Yeah. William Hurt? Yes, William Hurt. I think he's he's in Lost in Space. Um, and if oh, he's look, like the title. He's the father, right? Yes. He's, he's, like the, he's the dad. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm pretty sure that's him. 
I, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's him. Anyway, the movie was really good. It was kind of cheesy, and the CGI was clunky just because it was early 2000s. Oh, yeah. Um, Very but clunky. good movie if you can find it out there. That's that's a good one. And then the, the series on Netflix has been really good. You're right. William Hurt is Professor John Robinson. Mm-hmm. And he passed like within the last couple of months ago. Oh, wow. Uh, died March 13th. Yep. Just last month. Yeah. So just a couple weeks ago. Not even a full month away. Right. What was I going to say? It's a show. It's a show I'm watching. Oh, I, I had a quick recommendation. You know, like background shows that are really fun. Yeah. I don't know. Fall asleep to. Mm-hmm. I, I need this TV to fall asleep to nowadays. It seems like I can't. <laughs> I got to drown out like all like my anxiety. Mm-hmm. Bob's Burgers. <laughs> There's just something magical about Bob's Burgers. There's an absurdity to it. Yeah. In a weird, surreal way. Mm-hmm. That makes me love the show. There's a there's a movie coming up, and mm-hmm. I never ever want to go see movies that like are born out of a regular TV show, right? Because it's like I already watch a TV show. Like, why do I have to watch a movie, right? But when they said they were doing a Bob's Burgers commercial, oh, that sounds so fun, or a, a full fledged film, I was like, I have to see it. And the commercial, the trailers is so funny. <laughs> it's like a sexy hamburger, and it's Linda's voice mm-hmm. <laughs> in the background. <laughs> Linda is such a fun person. I think it's hilarious that the only woman in the main cast is the voice of Louise. <laughs> yes. Everybody else are played by dudes. Yep. Tina's played by a dude. Yep. Linda's played by a dude. That's <laughs> so funny. Yeah, just singing in the kitchen. <laughs> Linda's voice. Bobby. <laughs> Bobby. <laughs> and I love uh, Bob himself. He is this like this oaf of a man <laughs> who is so kind-hearted but just oblivious as I I relate. Mm-hmm. I relate to Bob immensely. He's just tired and frustrated with all of the stupid little obnoxious annoying things that happen in his daily life. You described my daily life. <laughs> and I feel like in some ways we're both Bob. <laughs> we're just like, "God, oh, I just want to sit here and hold my Christmas turkey." <laughs> Bobsburger does such a good job. And the other one I want to mention, you were actually, we were talking about in a previous episode, mm-hmm. uh, The Crazies. At the end of the show, you gave pro tips about how to survive a nuclear explosion, which I never <laughs> thought our show would ever even come close to being like, strand streaming, movie review pro tip. If a nuke goes up in your neighborhood, Carter says. <laughs> but the end of that, it was kind of like how disastrous a nuclear fallout is. We had a real life one called Chernobyl. Yeah. Like a serious one. And HBO's is Chernobyl. It's great because it's only four episodes long. It's a mini series. Oh, really? It's not like a 55 season show that needed to be killed off <laughs> after season two. It's only four episodes. They're fairly long. They're like movie length. But yeah. they, it was like it's watching four. Lo- it's like watching Lord of the Rings, the series all together. Oh, OK. Yeah. So take your time. An episode a day. Mm-hmm. It's very it's not supernatural. Anything. It's literally a kind of like a. um a cinematic look and storytelling. It tells it from the firefighters on the ground to the families that lose it, but you actually get to kind of like see radiation poisoning kind of like destroy a person. So like a dramatized historical retelling of what happened. Yes. And it is so good. And it shows uh, what the Russian government was doing to cover it all up, Mm. to ignore the citizens and literally to silence them, to make it seem like not a big deal. Is Chernobyl in Russia or was it in Ukraine? Chernobyl is in Ukraine. Aha. Yeah. The Chernobyl disaster happened in the Chernobyl was based in Ukraine. Right. 
but obviously this was during the uh the the red curtain right during yep. when russia like was cold war era yep russia it was, was back in the 70s wasn't it 70s 1986 oh, okay uh, <laughs> we have some current world conflicts right now that are definitely very touchy and very personal for a lot of people. But the Cold War didn't end until the 90s. So that's Correct. that is still Cold War era. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Mm. You're right. Old. <laughs> I found a lot of people don't know that the Cold War started shortly after World War II. Yes. And lasted almost 40 years. Yeah. That's why nu- the nuclear family or like the ideas, that's why the Fallout video games are so popular with me because mm. it really it, it lived a world of what if the bombs went off? Right. That's why nuclear reactors aren't a popular energy source, which mm-hmm. to me, it's kind of like they actually like efficiency wise, they make a lot of sense. Oh, yeah. Very efficient. Yeah. Just the waste that it produces. Right. So and the very, figuring out how to. Very re- difficult to dispose of. <laughs> <laughs> this thing builds the coolest thing you could ever see in the world. But by the way, the effects of it destroys everything you love. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to bury all of the byproduct of this <laughs> underground, miles and miles underground. <laughs> Which and you, hope nobody ever finds it. <laughs> you haven't seen a Nolan movie called Tenet. I have not it, seen it. And you should because it actually has a little bit of radioactive stuff in it. Like Ooh. It's very interesting. And it will, again, if it was a TV series, people would be in the streets burning 7-Elevens. So it's a good <laughs> thing it's like, an hour, like a two-hour movie. Yeah. Uh, but Chernobyl, really good. Check it out if you like historical dramas. Mm-hmm. And it is so well executed. The acting, everything perfect. Okay. Cool. So, um, one for me on HBO Max that I've been slowly, casually watching through. Not really like you mentioned Bob's Burgers is kind of a fall asleep to. Yeah. Um, this one's more of if I've got nothing going on and want something in the background. Doctor Who. Oh, really? So I'm a longtime fan of the series. Uh, and I originally, when I was younger, I watched through the, um, what was it? Like series one with David Eccleston all the way through what was currently out. And I think that was right after David Capaldi took over as the, as the doctor in season, I want to say it was probably seven or eight. Yeah. So there are several seasons out now They've They've had another doctor take over a a woman this time. I can't remember her name. Yeah. Jody something, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have not been up to date on my, I really do want to sit down and watch the the new one though. I do too. So I've been, kind of casually watching through Working the older ones. Yeah. Kind of walk, walk, uh, blah, 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 watching through them again mm. in order to get back up to current. Cause I was a big fan of both David Tennant and uh, Matt Smith. They're mm. two of my favorite British actors. They did a really good job playing that character at the, the series is kind of, you know, wacky British humor. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> as far as like the BBC and British television goes, I feel like there's not a lot of people with middle ground interest. It's kind of, you either love it or you hate it. Yeah. Um, and I've always really liked British humor, like Top Gear. All about it. Um, Doctor Who, there's uh, the Great British Baking Show is on Netflix. <laughs> yes. That's, that's fun to watch sometimes. IT crowd. Oh, yeah, the IT crowd. Yeah. Um, I never got into any of the more serious ones like Downton Abbey. Um, I did, or, but I watched one called MI6, or mm-hmm. they called it Spooks over there, but that was a fun, like, secret agent one. The Sherlock <gasps> series. I think that was on Netflix. Cumberbitches. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Benedict, Benedict Cumberbatch and um, Martin Freeman. Yep. Um, that was a really good show. I really liked that one. Probably the best Sherlock Holmes I've ever had in my life. I think they did a really good job with it. Yeah. It was yeah. definitely... Um, it was. It worked really well. The way that they they did it worked really well as a show rather than a set of movies. Yeah, uh, I really enjoyed the Robert Downey Jr. 
um, Sherlock those Holmes are really movies. fun. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I feel like the show was better as a show and the movies were better as movies. Yeah. So but, I, would, I don't think I'd want to watch a series of Robert Downey Jr. being Sherlock. And I wouldn't want to watch a movie of Sherlock being Benedict played by Cumber- Benedict. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It'd be too, too fast. Too fast, too serious. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that could be our movie series. <laughs> too fast, too serious. <laughs> 11. <laughs> so anyway, Doctor Who is one I've been watching on HBO and they've oh. got the whole collection. Oh, everything. Mm-hmm. Okay. From like the olden days or just like the modern I don't know about the stuff. really old stuff. I haven't found okay. any of that, but I also haven't gone looking for it. Right. Because yeah, Doctor Who started like way back when in the black 70s. and white television. Um, and had various actors play the doctor throughout several seasons there, several specials and episodes and things. Christmas specials. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It wasn't really linear like it is now. It was kind of it's like the twilight zone. Like every week and or week was like just something wacky. Right. Yeah. And I haven't seen much of that old stuff, but cause the way that the, the doctor works is he's uh, got several lives and he's on like this number of regenerations. Yeah. The, where it starts in the modern series with David Eccleston, he is the ninth doctor. He's the ninth iteration of doctor who. And then David Tennant is the 10th. Matt Smith is the 11th. Capaldi is the 12th. Now they're on the 13th. And I don't remember how many lives the doctor has, um, but there's parts in the show that change that. So, but anyway, me nerding out over doctor who, um, doctor who could never have a cat. Nine doctors in, and it's that's it. You gotta say goodbye. <laughs> that threw me for a loop. There, I was like, "What are you talking about? Why? Why are you so stupid? You always say stupid things on the show." <laughs> so anyway, I've been really enjoying that. I started um, back at the beginning to yeah. catch up and see some of the more recent stuff, but that's been good. I only have one last one, and it was a recent one. It was so good that I just had to watch all of it in one run. Mm-hmm. Our flag means death on HBO. That has uh, Taika Waititi in it, right? Taika Waititi's in it. He's a producer on it. And if you liked Thor Ragnarok, or if you're me, I'm a I'm a Taika Waititi like, fangirl now. <laughs> Everything he's touched is gold. Jojo Rabbit blew me away, his film Jojo Rabbit. He subverts my expectations all the time. He has a great show that's on Hulu. It's called um, Reservation Dogs. Mm. And it's about like Native American community. But like they kind of make fun of Reservoir Dogs at the same time. <laughs> he has such a wonderful sense of humor that it's like it, it's it's not just like he's not the kind of funny that's like, hey, let's just be funny to be funny. It's very sarcastic humor. He's very sarcastic. Mm-hmm. And yet he puts a touch of like elegance of truth telling mm-hmm. of like we are complex people with complex problems. He was one of my favorite characters in Free Guy. Yeah. His, his uh, corporate overlord character was really funny to watch. <laughs> Albuquerque boiled turkey. <laughs> <laughs> his New Zealand accent, hilarious. Uh-huh. Every time I hear him, I just hear Korg from <laughs> the MCU. <laughs> we tried starting a revolution, yeah. but we didn't print out enough pamphlets. <laughs> hey, man. And my, my mom showed up with a boyfriend. <laughs> you want to join a revolution? <laughs> This time we need to make sure we print out enough pamphlets. Yeah, those little funny. <laughs> that's just so. He Korg is, a is gift. hilarious. Yes, everything about Taika Waititi. Mm-hmm. He's just a masterpiece. And our flag means death. It shows me him at his best. He stars in it. Um, spoilers. He's Blackbeard. He doesn't show up till like a few episodes. Yeah. The show went so totally somewhere else. Mm. I thought it was going to be kind of like a fairly shallow, like, ha ha ha. Like, like what what a fun twist on Pirates of the Caribbean or something. Sure. Nothing like that. It's actually got some real life characters. The main character is played. I don't know him well, 
But if you've seen Jumanji, he's the guy that goes, welcome to Jumanji. Oh, yeah. I know who you're talking about. I can't remember his name. He's um, the star. Mm-hmm. He's like the, the main character. But everyone's character gets a fun highlight. By the third episode, you cared about everybody. Yeah. You're like, oh, my God, I love these guys. <laughs> and they're a bunch of kooks. Like, they're not good pirates. <laughs> And on the context of that, it's like there's. I have these moments of, um, I mean, just brutally laughing out loud. Mm-hmm. Rarely does one really LOL in real life, in, mm-hmm. in, in IRL, right? No one LOLs in IRL. <laughs> <laughs> it's more like a LOL. <laughs> yeah. Like a, <laughs> that's. I love this show. A, a, a swift exhale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's a uh, Swift is as Swift exhale a Swift so a s e so instead of L O it'd be like a oh a s e that should be the genuine use <laughs> a Swift exhale <laughs> automotive service excellence <laughs> oh, a s e certified <laughs> totally spaced that <laughs> Being the t- I'm a s e certified. <laughs> I don't care. It's just letters. It's just stupid acronyms. Acronyms. I hate. I hate corporate acronyms. <laughs> but yeah, our, our flag means death. I think um, that's on HBO. It's on HBO. It's brand new. I'll have to check that out. All the episodes are available now. You can watch the whole first season. I'm super excited for season two. It's obviously not going to come for at least a year. Yeah. Um, but just it's. I don't know. I, I think it's perfect for everybody. I. I just. I can't. <laughs> There's, there's the violence in it is there's no like, oh, gory violence. It's, yeah. it's like comedic violence. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I go I will just, I'll just leave it at this. There's a scene. He's on an, uh, they're on an Island going on this treasure, ex- like to hunt for treasure. Mm-hmm. But Blackbeard doesn't believe in hunting treasure. He's like, that's stupid. Where'd you get this map? And the main <laughs> character is like, well, I got it from the lady and I paid a good price for it. And he's like, if the lady had secret treasure, why would she want you to go find it? Like, why would she even sell you the map? <laughs> Like, Blackbeard's very like just, making fun of the standard tropes, right? Because he's a not a he, he's lived this long, killed this many people, and mm-hmm. not because he was looking for treasure, right? Um, but he has a meltdown on the island, and I'm not even going to give you context. Tiger Watiti has a beard on him. He's wearing black leather, and he's beating the shit out of a snake, and he's like swinging the snake. He's like, "God damn fucking snake!" <laughs> he's very upset. That's Oscar worthy. <laughs> I will tell you how good that scene is. It's better with context, but I, I leave it at that. Okay. But that's uh, that's all I have for what are you watching? I'll have to look that up. Um, I've got a twofer here Ooh, uh, yes. to end it on. Yes. Um, <laughs> first off, I'm really glad you mentioned Taika Waititi because he is hilarious mm. and his brand of humor is very unique. Yeah. <laughs> Piss off, ghost. <laughs> <laughs> You should see his Hitler in Jojo Rabbit. Oh, I need to see Jojo Rabbit. I didn't get a chance to watch it when oh, it was out. It's, but a, it's a masterpiece. Yeah. So anyway, my last two I'll end it on, hmm. both from Disney+. Plus. Okay. Um, Moon Knight with Oscar Isaac and Ethan oh, Hawke. Oh, yeah. I saw the first episode. It just released this past week. Very good yeah. uh, so far. Um, a lot of people have been saying it didn't really start out strong, but it's got to set up somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know, the first episode is really setting up Stephen Grant's um, story as his side of Moon Knight's personality. He's yeah. dealing with, it's not called split personality disorder anymore. It's disassociative identity disorder. Mm. Um, so he's 
he doesn't know that he has this problem. He thinks that he, as Steven, is the only one occupying his body when really he's got a split personality. Mm. Um, and Moon Knight slash Mark uh, Spector is yeah. the other side of him. And we haven't even seen really much of Mark or Moon Knight yet. You, you get a glimpse of him at the end. Right. Very good so far. Starts off strong. I'm looking forward to more. I think that's going to be six or seven episodes. Okay. I'm I'm pretty stoked about that. It's looking like it's going to be really good. Yeah. Um, the other one for any um, of my fellow parents out there, Bluey. Bluey. Bluey is on Disney+. Plus. Uh, it's a kid's show. Okay. I've been watching it with my daughter, even though she is not old enough to really appreciate shows and understand things mm. yet. It's been a really fun show to watch, just being that it's geared towards kids, mm-hmm. and she'll probably appreciate it when she's a couple of years older. But there's a lot there. Each episode is between like seven and eight minutes long, mm-hmm. and it focuses on this family of dogs. It's an animated show. There's Bluey and her sister. Are they blue? Um, are they blue dogs? They're healers. So Bluey but, uh, is a blue healer. <laughs> And her dad's a blue healer, and he he's married to a red healer, and oh. her sister looks like a red healer. But is Bluey actually blue? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I just, yeah. That was the part that I was like, it'd be really funny if it was like Bluey, and he's just like a yellow dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Clifford, the big red dog. Right. Or yeah. for me, Clifford, the big normal dog. Right, right. <laughs> the big gray dog. <laughs> yeah. No, brown. <laughs> the big brown dog. Right, right. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> Bluey and Bingo are the two sisters, and then their um, their parents, I, I don't remember their names, and they don't say their names very often. It's yeah. mom and dad. Um, but the values in the show, like a lot of kids' shows, like have this underlying message and mm. like try to teach kids values and stuff. Yeah. Blue is fantastic. Is it? Lots okay. of good little life lessons and really good little short stories, like on why you should listen to your parents, why you should clean your room. And it's never like geared that way. Like, Hey, we're going to teach you this lesson on this episode. Yeah. You watch the episode and you see passive, right? Right. There's, there's a event, there's conflict and then there's resolution at the end. And you find out why that conflict got fixed the way that it did. Yeah. Like it, it's just fantastic and very creative and it's actually produced by BBC. Yeah. So it's, I think it's all Australian actors cause everybody's got an Australian accent. Okay. Could be that they're British and just using that accent. I'm not sure. I've been um, told that, uh, I think my wife told me that she's like, Australians are just redneck British people. <laughs> <laughs> well, considering Australia was once a British prison colony. Mm. <laughs> You know, for a bunch of people that went around colonizing and destroying ethnic people all the time and just really ruining the planet, the Brits have some good programming. I gotta say, BBC really gets me. <laughs> so Bluey. Bluey. I would I would okay. say that comes highly recommended if you have younger kids mm. that appreciate short shows that yeah. teach good lessons. I um you funny you say that i just every time you talk about kind of that like that family oriented stuff mm. it makes me miss mr rogers like i yeah. never realized how important and i shamefully admit that when i watched mr rogers as a kid i was kind of like oh i mean this is fine but i didn't fall in love with it mm-hmm. but as an adult through that like the you know much more refined lens i was like crap come to appreciate it more here's a person who realizes that children are human beings not children 
Yeah. And he realized there's a need, there's an audience. Mm -hmm. And instead of being like, I'm going to capitalize and be a piece of shit about it. He was like, I want to do the right thing. Mm -hmm. I want to help people become better. Mm -hmm. He was like the first person in my life that was like, how do you feel? And why do you feel that way? And is it okay to feel, maybe it's okay to feel that even though what you're feeling is wrong. Right. Or in the end that you're the bad guy, but you need to understand why you feel the way you do. And it's like, Oh man, how powerful is that? <laughs> Makes me want to launch our show where we just go talk to ghosts and settle there. <laughs> <laughs> what would we call it? There, if you, if you listen to the crazy episode, we were, we were going to talk about launching our show mm-hmm. where we are to a therapist. Uh, we, we resolve ghost traumas. <laughs> Because ghosts are tortured spirits trapped in their spectral form in one location because of how they died or something like that. And the only way to solve that is to sit down and talk about... Counsel them through it. Counsel them through it. Yeah. <laughs> what, should we, what should we call it? Ghost whispers? Ghost whispers. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Oh, oh. Spectra shrinks. <laughs> Tonight on Spectra Shrinks. Oh, Plus, it'll be man. easy because when we make stranded streaming shirts, we can just use the SS and we can be Spectral Shrinks. <laughs> it'd save a lot of money. It'd just save a lot of like merchandise production mm, money. That's funny. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, that's hilarious. That's all I got for um, what are you watching? What so. you watching? Yeah. Let us know if you like this episode, if you like just us talking casually, not reviewing, mm-hmm. but just sharing some uh, context and updates on what we're doing between episodes yes yeah because streaming networks can't seem to <laughs> let us watch the movies we want to watch on our schedule get it together man <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to buy good burger i just want to watch <laughs> okay well we'll catch you guys next week the one after this is going to be uh the adam project mm, yes coming up we yeah. have that on our radar so this should segue between Adam Project and the crazies. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't, well, that's something actually happened. And then we had to switch it around. <laughs> <laughs> Scheduling is all over the place. <laughs> we'll see you next week. <laughs> that I can promise you. <laughs> Whatever it ends up seeing. You know. <laughs> Spectral shrinks. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting uh, the show. Um, yeah, just let us know if you like this. Like, you, you already mentioned that. Let us know if you like it. And let us know what you're watching, too. Like... Even even with Ooh. like whether it's recommendations for us to um, do a movie or just telling us what you're watching just because you appreciate it, let us know what's going on. What are you watching? What you watching? <laughs> <laughs> Have a good week, everybody. We will catch you next time. Bye bye. If you made it this far and you like the show, please hit subscribe on whatever podcast listening platform you use. We're available on all major platforms such as Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and more. To stay up to date and keep in touch, check out our Instagram, at Stranded and Streaming. We'll post regular updates there for our followers. Feel free to send us a DM if you have any comments, questions, or requests for future reviews. But most importantly, thanks thanks for for listening. listening.